When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Rooch. Good afternoon, everyone. 3.34 on a Wednesday afternoon. Not a bad day out there. Welcome to the show. Great to have your company. Kimbo and The Rooch with you for the next two hours. Thanks to our great mates at Hyundai and Balfour's who have been baking people happy since 1853. Let's bring in The Rooch. Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch, shaka laka, shaka laka, shaka laka. Rooch. Just thought I'd let it play out in its entirety, Rooch. Are you okay? Yeah, less work I Are have you to okay? do. Are you okay? You've been sneezing. I could be flagging a sickie for tomorrow, Rooch. Really? Yeah. I reckon you're guaranteed one. Oh, what well, am I? Well, do you remember when the AFL trade period, which we're into day three. Mm. It was just a simple little game of, I've got a player and some draft picks. You give me some players and draft picks. Then they introduced future picks. That gives you a headache. Now they're introducing salary cap dumping and allowing all sorts of stuff. You're going to need a PhD to understand trading shortly. Well, I tell you what, there was some breaking news on Josh Dunkley, how the deal may get done. I've read it three <laughs> times. I still don't understand Well, it, the key to this one is... No, we won't get into no, it yet. No. Because it will give you a headache. No, Roach, you haven't been able to work it out, so we'll get to it a little bit later. No, because we're only getting a sneak peek as to what Brisbane's up to. We right. don't know where the next little part of the game is. That's the problem. But we've got an expert coming up, haven't we? He'll tell us. Well, we've got two. We have the list guru, Matt oh, Randall, joining us at four o'clock. If you have any questions for Matty, uh, send through a text. We're You'll live, know. We're live and interactive. I'm not so sure. Uh, 07 But our other guest would. He would. Yes, at five o'clock, David Noble, who is part of the AFL trade team. Um, Roach, I'm sure he will because he flagged all this salary cap stuff that was going to be loaded into draft picks and you know, the AFL turned blind eyes mm. about a month ago. Well, we got onto him this morning. He's always been a good friend of ours. Mm. He's a ripping man, David Noble. Uh, we wanted to talk about draft, but I want to ask the hard questions, Roach. The hard why, questions? Why would he not be putting Ooh. his hand up to be CEO of the Essendon Football Club? Oh, why don't wish that on him. to him? Don't send him to the Viper's Nest. Uh, well, it can't be that bad. Oh, <laughs> you, you want to have a look at how they've been going for the past few no, weeks? You no, know, it's like when you get out on a, for a duck three, inning, three <laughs> innings in a row, you, you've got to... You've got to hit a force there must sooner be a or later. Press release due shortly about how Kevin Sheedy voted on the CEO, isn't there? Hang There'd be on. one due on that shortly. Hang on, Brad, Scott, Brad Scott's just walked. <laughs> <laughs> how good um, are they going? Oh, look, we'll get to that. That was absolutely staggering. But no, I seriously want to ask David Noble about that. We know that's what he was aspiring to do when he was at Brisbane. He's well trained, he's qualified absolutely. for it. Has he been damaged by that 12 months at the North Melbourne Football Club? I, I would hope his antenna are so sharp. Ooh. 
they'd be going, ooh, challenge or a mess? Hey, they've been in Which trouble. Which is it? They've, they've had a tough 20 years. <laughs> they are a power club. Oh, one of the great clubs of Australian football. Uh, the man that's under pressure is... Uh, David Barham. David Barham. We'll yeah. talk about that uh, shortly. So Nobes is coming up at 5 o'clock, Roach. Uh, Harry Conway at 4.35. Is he, he a singer? Uh, yeah, that's uh, Harry... Um, <laughs> Connick Jr. Jr. Yes. Yeah, he's an actor as well. There's another one, Roach. How do you know that? Oh, I'm, I'm sure I'm getting too close to your CD player out there or whatever you play there in the afternoons. He's a very uh, cool dude. Music is king, Roach. It's, right. uh, it's very enjoyable. Uh, Harry will join us. He's a right arm fast medium. He makes his debut for the Red Legs. Red Legs. Red, Red Legs? Red Backs. <laughs> I'm having a sickie tomorrow. For the Red Backs against Victoria at your favourite ground, Karen Rolton Oval at 10.30. I've only got one ear reach and it's blocked. I've got to turn myself up a bit. I can't hear myself. You have been quite amusing today. We shouldn't make fun <laughs> of people's disabilities, but you have been amusing today when I've asked you certain things and the responses have been quite contrary to what I've been offering <laughs> you. Uh, it is not fun being hearing impaired, and I'm sure there's I'm plenty sure of people isn't. out there. And when your one good ear is uh, a little blocked. Uh, anyway, looking forward Funny to chatting. Funny though, you, uh, could, you could hear me when I was offering coffees and things like that, though. No, you, you didn't. Well, you offered me a Mars to... bar. And yes. I, I Did you enjoy it? Th- yeah, I thought you asked a totally different question. <laughs> no. I had no idea what you're talking about, Roach. Um, the look I got, too, yeah. was just staggering. And it was a very shallow offering, if I can just digress, <laughs> because you owe a coffee and you said, you asked me if I wanted a Mars bar. Once yeah. I translated it <laughs> and said, oh, thank you, that's very kind. And then you said, I don't owe your coffee now. No, I did not. You I said did. It, I said it makes up for the delay in the coffee. No, you wanted to erase the coffee. No, I didn't. You did. oh, God, no, I didn't want to erase we, it. We get live on air. Matter of fact, get... I even went and found a new coffee shop for you that, we might test out shortly. Oh, well, it'd be nice, Rich. It's That's only been, been six far months. away, either. Six months you've owed that. Uh, all right, <laughs> having a chat to Harry. Now, he's played for the Strikers in the T20 for South Australia, but this is his debut. Um, we finished last last year, Rich. Yes. Yes. F- okay, keep going. We finished last four out of the five, last five seasons. Yes. Very Surely. consistent. We play Victoria tomorrow. Surely not. It's time, isn't yes, it? Yes, I agree with you. Well, they're due. Then we had that lad. We had that lad from the sacker. Don't bring the so, war well, into the. Yeah, and we had discussion. Travis head on, and he said we went too hard on him. He didn't know if we'd give us any more cricketers to talk to. You've got to be kidding. I know. I imploded, Rich. But you did. Got off air and rang him straight back. I don't think he's been seen again. No, he's not there anymore. All right, this is the run home. Thanks to Balfour's. A Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. We're live and interactive. We've been talking about Jack Bowes for a while. He's nominated his club. Geelong. So it did happen. Geelong's the one. So Essendon, no. Hawthorne, no. Yep. Goes to Geelong. Now, what do you but think? But this is Rich? an extraordinary... Now, until you tell me what Geelong hands up, it looks like the steal of a lifetime. But Geelong has to give something up. So at this point, they get Jack Bowes, or Bowes. 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 With this loaded contract. Yeah, apparently and you're right. 1.6. You, so if you add more to it, you can spread out the money, sure. Yeah, that was Matty Randall who said that a week okay. or so ago. You get draft pick number seven. Oh, that's okay, isn't it? That that's already good. worth dealing for. Yep. But what are you giving up? So what is Geelong going to put on the table to close the deal? Well, would, this is where we need to talk to Matt. I would have thought, as someone that's unqualified, pick 18. That's their first pick would possibly do it. They get and a plus, player. The AFL's got to tick this off. Yeah, but bear so. right, like David Noble forecast this a month ago, 
this salary cap dumping would now be used to factor in. So before you know, we'd get all the points and we'd require, oh yeah, look, they've given up this and they've got that, it equates. Mm. And that's what the AFL has to do. They have to see it as a fair and equitable trade. But now that you add in salary cap dumping, maybe they don't have to give up their first round draft pick, Kim. I'll check with, um, I'll check with Matt. We'll see what he thinks. But uh, apparently it's 1.6 million. So Ooh. it's 800,000 over the next two years. So if they put him on a four-year deal for 2.6 million, that's 650,000 per annum. Which is... Yeah, that's pretty okay. good yeah. for a bloke that's yet to prove himself in a top club. At a couple of big moments. And they get a pick seven. So they get to get a top 10 player... Mm. In the draft, whereas now they'd get pushed out to twenty twenty one, being pick eighteen. Yep, it's a it's a it's an interesting one. It's a it's a pretty good deal. Roach, the big story though has been the Essendon Football Club. We touched on it. Oh, a text coming through from Ange. Where's my coffee, Roach? Roach, you do need to get off the cuff. Come on. Ange, I'll be around shortly. Yeah, he's going to Italy uh, soon. He hasn't booked his tickets no, yet. No, I'm but... not going that soon. Don't put fear into him. All right, Ange. Uh, now, I'll have Fridays free shortly. Don't worry. Ange and I will catch up on a Friday. All right. Well, you owe me one too. So you owe me two. One with Ange and the other one. Well, make sure you're available. All right. Damien Barrett had this to say about David Barham. He's the chairman of mm. the Essendon Football Club and his future. I feel he's got no choice but to stand down himself. Now, I don't expect him to do that. Um, but, but what I do expect to happen on the back of him putting the, the heels and digging the heels back in is for... Certain people, and, and, and you know you know as many people at that footy club that need to be known. I, I know a portion of the people you know. I know there were meetings going on late last night, multiple meetings about what these people who, who, who also want change at that footy club are going to do, and, and, and none of it is favourable to David Barham. And how that plays out, um, potentially as early as today, I'm, I'm really keen to, to see. Viper's Nest. This is in regards to Andrew Thorburn, Thorburn who had the 24-hour CEO's job. And then he's gone. Uh, so many debates, Roots, whether your religious beliefs should affect what you do at work. Well, look, we're on a slippery slope here. And as I said to you yesterday, I'm of the Catholic faith, and you know where they stand on some mm. key issues. Now, does that mean I cannot seek a high office at an AFL club? Because someone will say, well, if you believe in that faith, and you've heard what the head of your church keeps saying on some key issues, I'm sorry, we can't appoint you. I think it becomes untenable, though. We touched on it yesterday. I know it's a bit of a minefield. So mm, I, I sit there. I, I so. go in there and just say that yep. I'm a, a gay footballer or uh, my partner wife was looking to have an abortion. Yep. And he's basically saying, well, just listen to what comes out of my mouth, even though I mightn't believe it. Mm. Yep. Yeah, now, that doesn't give you a lot of confidence in someone, doesn't does it? Yeah. Anyway, it gets a little complex. Everyone's trying to state their position. Tim Watson on the Brecky Show at SEN wanted to clarify his position in regards to Andrew Thorburn. And can I put this out in the record? Because I did say this a couple of weeks ago after meeting with Andrew, and Andrew was part of the review panel. He was also part of the panel that selected the coach. And I came in here the next couple of days, or a couple of days after, and said, look, this guy's super impressive. You know, I sat down yeah. and we talked about yeah. – specifically, we talked about footy. I didn't know any of his background. So you were impressed with the inquiring mind. And I was the impressed. He asked. And, and, and his, you know, his upbeat personality, the way that he presented himself, his understanding of the problems that Essendon had, which he should have because he'd already been conducting the review and mm. what he thought the club needed to do and the alignment and all that sort of stuff. And I was really – I was 100% impressed with what he offered up. I had no idea about his background and his beliefs and all those other associated things. In fact, I didn't have much of an idea about his NAB background either, which I've read more about too. So um, I did I did think that he, he was impressive. Yeah. 
This is where it gets intriguing because you touched on it yesterday. All the Essendon board had to do was pop his name in and Google it and they would have found out about his past and his beliefs and whatever he did or didn't do in the banking industry. But I've been impressed by him, Rich. He's the first man I've ever met that's appointed himself to a position then sacked himself within 24 hours. Quite staggering, <laughs> isn't it? He's not the first person to appoint himself and get a job. We can pick out a few others. Who? Grant Thomas. <laughs> yes. Ron Fuller. Ronnie Fuller. South. Oh, he was a football ma- general manager of football. No, I remember he did a review on who should be the next coach and he became the next coach. Or himself. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear from Bryce Gibbs. Did uh, Blighty like, do the same? Oh, I have no idea. Blighty does what he wants because he's God. <laughs> um, Careful now, you see. You're on a slippery slope by saying that. Well, it's very hard to argue against, <laughs> eh? Well, maybe. In a football yeah, well, sense. Yes, well, he's been known as the Messiah. Yes, yes. if you believe in that, Roach, you've probably called him that in your articles. I think I was the first. All right, if you want to see Roach, I'll give you his <laughs> mobile number. <laughs> All right, Gary Ablett has been called God. Correct, Russell yeah. Ebert. And guess uh, Russell Ebert first, yeah, very first. Brendan Lyons, who's our panel yes. uh, chief here, he pushes all the buttons. He's a Mad Cat supporter. It's the fastest he's ever moved. Then to give me that information on Ablett, uh, Brycey Gibbs, part of the SEN yes, team now. This is important. This. Now he played footy with Jason Horn Francis two years ago at South Adelaide. Two years, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Two Season years ago. before this one. Yep, two uh, years ago. He, he is filling in at the moment, doing a wonderful job on SENSA Breakfast. Uh, this were his views on Jason Horn francis He's a man of, of strong character, is Jason. And I think we've got to just remember too, like he's only 18 years of age. So he's, he's moved interstate and it's, it's quite a big deal for some, some guys. Some guys can just hop up and leave and, and go and do it. Like we see some kids that uh, go to boarding school, say, uh, when they travel, stay away from home. They've had a couple of years of, of building that resilience and being away from a tight-knit family. And it makes the easier the transition a little bit easier for them. So uh, where in other cases, um, kids don't get to experience that before they get drafted. And, and it, do, it does take some time and it affects everybody differently. So it, it has been well documented and and well publicized that he, he is close to his family and he has been has had a little bit of homesickness during the year but to to question his um his character and and things around that space so I, I certainly don't agree with that he uh he's one of the most competitive players i've ever seen and some of that that competitive we've seen it come out on the footy field and some of that's just turned into frustration because of how competitive he is as a person and his win mentality so is this a reflection of Jason Horn Francis or a reflection of what North Melbourne couldn't offer an 18-year-old draftee? Might be a combination of both. It's very Perhaps. hard to mm. judge from the sidelines, Rich. What I will say is the old homesickness, it's a get-out-of-jail-free card for a lot of people. I'm not saying it's not real, and I'm not saying it's not real for uh, Jason. Which then puts more emphasis on what get... North Melbourne mm. did to help Jason Horn francis well, through we, that. Well, we said when we were on air, Roach, and I, I, going back to the draft last the year before, mm. I just would never give away three first-round draft picks for one player. And when Adelaide were offering that up, I'm just thinking, no, I hope this falls over. Okay, well, would you do it for Jeremy Cameron? Uh, we had a text on that yesterday. He's proven. Yep. 
He's yep. proven he's a really good yep. tech. Whoever sent that through, so we you you knew about. what you were buying. You're exactly, saying yep. and we're talking about now like a yearling at the yearling sales with horses. You, so beware, beware of potential rather than track records. Breeding confirmation. Yep. I mean, we've seen a bit, mm. and I'm sure he'll be True. okay. A stack of techs coming through. We'll get to those very, very shortly. Um, let's hear from Tom Boyd though. Now, Tom Boyd was the last number one draft pick to leave his club after one year when he left GWS. Oh, that worked out well for him too. The Western Bulldogs. Well, it didn't, it didn't. Look, I think one of the things that people really struggle to reconcile with as the public is the fact that players do have the the right to make the decisions that they deem as best to, to their overall career. And look, football's a short game. The average career spans three and a half years. And you do need to capitalise both financially and in a sense of trying to accomplish as much as you can in that short period. So um, I think that as long as he's got sound advice around him and he's got um, people in his corner that are telling him the, the harsh truths about the fact that being traded as a number one pick, such as I was, does come with certain burdens and challenges, as well as you know ultimately some successes in, in my case and also some opportunities. I think he'll be just fine. Yeah, and he's got a good point there because as soon as Jason Horn Francis steps onto the field for Port Adelaide, every game's going to be valued, isn't it? Mm. It's not like he's starting out as a 19-year-old in his second year of football. He's going to have every game assessed. We gave up. Ask Tim Kelly what he goes through in Perth. They paid way too much for Tim yeah, Kelly. But way, way so too that's, much. So that puts more pressure on Tim Kelly, doesn't it? Rich, we need to go to a break. Uh, 3.50, yes, it does. And he's going to be under the spotlight Big time. But he's got a good support system around him. And don't text, but he's got an experienced coach in Kenny that is good with young men. You've opened the door. He's a father figure. You've opened well, the door. Well, I believe that. Uh, I love the audience of SEN. They're the salt of the earth. They're down to earth with a great sense of humour, Roach. Yeah. They ask the big questions. Here's a text before we go to the break. Brace yourself. This is in regards to Andrew Thorburn. Yes. The question is, will Andrew Thorburn be paid for his 24 hours at Essendon? <laughs> That's Josh from Fulham Gardens. Roach, it was a joke. I know, but it could be sick. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roach. Nearly 3.56, Kim Marmarich with you live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to Balfour's. A Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Coming up, Matt Rendell at 4 o'clock. If you have a text, send it through 0427-154-166 and we'll ask the big fella that one. Hey, just going back to what I was saying yesterday, Roach, and just brought up moments ago about I was glad that Adelaide missed out on getting Jason Horn francis when they offered the equivalent of three first-round draft picks. Uh, a text has come through from Craig. Craig, I'm going to update your text, but you're on the right uh, the right bus here. This one says, a sliding doors moment for the same draft picks Adelaide offered uh, north for pick one last year. They've done very well. Well, what they've done, uh, with the Roos knocking back that offer, they managed to get Josh Rochelle at pick six. They then then offloaded the Demon selection uh, into Sydney to get Jordan Dawson. And now it allows them to get Isaac Rankin with their pick five this year. Correct. So there's three players for one. And uh, he might go on to be a champ, but I'll take three for one any mm. any day. Indeed. So it'll be interesting what you have to give up, Roach, at, at Port Adelaide. Yes. And I'm sure we'll all monitor that. And it'll be a talking point for years to come. Oh, no question. Until yeah, until Jason Horn Francis completes his career. As Which a, is a bit like the Kennedy 
Judd one. How long did we discuss that one? Uh, till I, he retired a few Both weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Josh Dunkley. We would have been doing the same with him if he'd gone to Port, but he's going to Brisbane. So what do we know that the Western Bulldogs want? They're saying they want two first-round draft picks. Mm. Now, at this point, Brisbane has started a deal which we believe is going to lead into another deal. Now, keep your heads clear on this one. So Brisbane had pick 15. Yep. They've given that to GWS mm-hmm. and got back pick 21 and a future second. Which is now, confusing. first up, you say they've gone backwards. They're mm-hmm. not going forwards to get Josh Dunkley. Where this gets complicated is the league has a rule that says you can't trade out future first and second unless you're also bringing some in. So you mustn't go backwards in future picks. Yep. So clearly Brisbane has done a deal with GWS. Now they'll do a deal with someone else. They'll keep building the assets until they have enough to give to the Western Bulldogs to satisfy them. So they've done a deal with GWS. Clearly they're going to have to do a deal with someone else. Might even be Gold Coast kid because they've got a bit happening with them. And then we'll see what they've got left over to be able to hand that up for Josh Dunkley to keep the Western Bulldogs happy. That's how it looks like it's going to play It's convoluted. There's still a way to go, though. So if, if you take your bit of... Jack Bowes from Geelong. Say, mm. what was the pick that Geelong's got that they can give up? Oh, they have 18. So 18 now goes to Gold Coast. Gold Coast probably uses that to get something out of Brisbane because they've got a couple of deals going with Brisbane. Yep. So all of a sudden you can see these draft picks are moving all around the place. Hopefully at the end of it, Brisbane's got enough to satisfy the Western Bulldogs and Josh Dunkley has to sit there and hope that it all comes off. Nicely for it. And the Gold Coast do have to deal with Brisbane because yep. they're after young uh, Barry. Barry. Uh, I said before that uh, anything we don't know, we'll just ask the big fatter Matt, Matty Randall. A text has come through. If Matt Randall doesn't know the answer, he'll just keep talking until you forgot the question. <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> Funny, though. Uh, cheers for – oh, hang on. Someone's done a long one. Uh, here we go. Arvo Gents, here's a quick hypothetical for your lovely selves and the list guru. Yeah. Um, what time have we got? I could read this out to Matt. I'll do it as a tease, Rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Port trade Riley Bonner for yep. a second-round pick. Offer North pick eight, future first, Bonner second-round pick for Jason Bonner's Horn-Francis. already gone. Well, they're saying Bonner in a second-round pick. So if Bonner's been traded out for a second. Yep. Yeah, well, that's loading up more draft picks to give to the Kangaroos. Yeah, that can Off work. of West Coast pick 33 yep. uh, and, Fre- and Frederick for Rioli. <sighs> Bundle 43 and 53 to Geelong for Asava. I think it would take more to get the Asava Radigalia deal done. Maybe. But he's still on the table, Roach. We could Clearly. tell yesterday. Clearly. There's a lot of bow-wowing going on. That happens this time of the year. Mm. If you don't know what bow-wowing means, speak to your parents. It's four o'clock. Paul Kimbo on the route with him, Matt Rendell coming up shortly. Just appears to be on the phone at the moment. All our trade radio updates takes to CMC Markets. Trade your way with CMC Markets. Visit cmcmarkets.com. Here's a really good text, Roach, that highlights that highlights um, the advantage of keeping three picks. It's what we were talking about before, but it's a question in reverse. Stay with me. Uh, would you give up Dawson, Rochelle and Rankin for Jason Horn Francis? That is our draft hall that we offered up to North Melbourne last year. That's from Linesy from the Lutheran Football Club. When you do it that way, Roach, you'd say no all day, every day, wouldn't you? Yes, yeah. I agree with you. Yep. But at the time, Adelaide was looking at a generational player and knew they had to offer a fair bit to get As, as Port are at the moment. Yeah. And you admire them for having a crack. 
but everyone has different philosophies. I think we've got Matt now. We'll check his philosophy on this. Hello, Matty. G'day, Kimber. Hey, Good afternoon. Would have you, when Adelaide made that audacious play for Jason Horn Francis yeah. uh, at the draft... What, what was it again? Three first-round draft picks it equated to. So two last year and one this year, was it? Um, hang on. No, I wasn't it two last year and one, one this, year. this year? Yeah, it's, uh, the, it's pick five changing, this year. Not? Yeah. So the question is here, so would you give up Jordan Dawson, Josh Rochelle and Isaac Rankin for Jason Horn francis Because that's what no. Adelaide have got with those three picks. No. Now that's hindsight. Think, Did you agree yeah, with it? Uh, Did you agree with it a year and a half ago? Uh, I didn't like the three. Mm. Um, didn't uh, Richmond do the same thing? Yes. Was it Richmond? Yep. Uh, yeah, Richmond, they tried. Yeah, yeah, they tried. No, I'm a, I'm a way of numbers, man. Give me the three players. You know, a reasonably high up the order, Rochelle six, ranking it's going to be five and maybe something else. And and Dawson, they got pretty cheap, really, didn't they? So I yeah. guess I can't remember what it was, 20-something. Was it 24 they got? Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, give me the hours of the numbers game. you got 22 on the field. You need, you know, one player can't win it. All right. Well, speaking of numbers... What number does Geelong have to give up to close this deal with Gold Coast for Jack Bowes? Well, it doesn't have to be a fair deal. Yeah, I understand it? that with the salary uh, cap aspect of it, but what will they have to give yeah, up? Yeah, the AFL's uh, given it a tick of approval. Mm. Well, I'll give them 40. Really? Um, <laughs> That's a steal. Well, the, well, the AFL are given a tick of approval for salary dumps, yeah, salary yeah, cap yeah, dumps. Yeah. So uh, what did... What did Freo give up for uh, to get 19 in bows last year? I don't think it was much. I think it was hardly anything. Um, so it, it doesn't have to be a fair deal. Mm. When you said bows, did you mean Brody? Or... Of it, what, sorry, what's that? Did you mean bows or Brody when you spoke of Freo then? No, last year was Brody and picked 19. Yeah. So they they took his wage and got picked 19, and they yep. got Will Brody. Yep. So. This is exactly the same, so it's a bit, um, it's pick seven, and it's one point seven million. Uh, not Will Brady, I think, had one year left. So um, the AFL's given a tick of approval to do salary cap, salary cap dump. So basically, you don't have to give much. In fact, it doesn't it, it doesn't have to be close to a fair deal. So they've got pick eighteen Which, and pick thirty seven. So they can just give thirty seven and say we're being. You nice give thirty seven over. You can have thirty seven. Staggering. Yep. In regards to Jack Bowes, you touched on this a week ago. You said you just extend his mm. contract. What would given what he's shown? Um, so you're saying he's one seven. They're saying he's one one point six. That's owed for the next two years. Would you give Who's him? Who's that? Oh, that's what on the websites at the moment. So there's a hundred thousand yeah. difference. Would you yeah. think something like they would go right? We'll give you four years at two point six million. So that's six hundred and fifty thousand a year. Yeah, something like two point five maybe. Yeah. Um, so what are we adding? So it's one six. That's I'm, a, I'm confident it's one seven, but okay. okay. Um, Johnny Raff just wants to be different because he's <laughs> copying our stuff. Um, so uh, for 12.6, it's an extra 900 over four years. So what are we talking about? 225 a year on top of. But he's going to a club he wants to go to. He's going to a club that can win a flag. He's going to have a posse there. They're going to fit him in because I think they'll... Uh, they lost three this year retiring. I reckon they could have three or four again next year retiring. So they'll have a bit of cap space. So and they bring and they'll they 
my information is uh, desperate to use pick seven on Jai Clark. It was basically a Selwood clone, and uh, he did his uh, internship down at um, Geelong, and and um, Selwood looked after him. So they, I think they're pretty keen to get him. The only trouble is I'm not sure he's going to get to seven. That's the problem. Okay, Matt. Now we need your help and your expertise here. Brisbane and Greater Western Sydney Giants have done a deal whereby Brisbane yep. unload 15, get back mm-hmm. pick 21 and a future second-round pick, which makes it look like as if they're going backwards, but everyone is saying that it helps them get Josh Dunkley. What's the next part of this puzzle that helps Josh oh, Dunkley God. get to uh, Brisbane from the Western Bulldogs? Um, well, the future second will be in the Dunkley deal, I think. Right. So they, wa- they wanted that, I reckon, it's to be in the Dunkley deal. The 15 is going to go for Ashcroft anyway. So well, no, they, that's just gone out of the Giants. Oh, went out of the Giants. Sorry. No, 15 went from Brisbane, Brisbane to, to the, the Giants. Giants yeah. yeah, that's right. So the 15 was going to go anyway. Right. From yep. Brisbane yeah, to okay, gotcha. Ashcroft. Yep. Yeah, yep. okay. With the pictures. <laughs> so the 21, they'll do something with again. Okay. i got a feeling that. Dom Ambrosia uh, is a self-proclaimed genius at this stuff. He'll have something up his sleeve here. Um, so the 21's not good anyway, because that'll go to... Um, that'll go in the uh, Ashcroft deal as well. So they'll try and do something with the 21, I would think, now. They'll have a few deals going. Don't be surprised if uh, it's something to do with Port. Ooh. With all the picks they got the other day, yeah, those picks uh, added up to eleven seventy one. Yes. I did that last yep. year, yep. Uh, which is effectively a pick fourteen in the draft if you if you trade out the whole three. Oh, okay, Matty. So just it, on that, we got a text. Chris mm. from Wool Bay says, uh, in regards to Port, we traded out pick twenty seven. I'm confused as to our strategy. Could you enlighten me as to my query? Well, well, they got they got an extra four hundred seventy points. Uh, Port did. Um, so they will be trying to do something, and Cripper loves this stuff as well. Oh, I got a feeling him and, and um, Brisbane will be doing some stuff around the points. What do they need points for? Obviously, they need stuff for um, Horn Francis and obviously Willie Rioli. So, what have they got at the moment? 33, 43, 53, um, and 8. Haven't they still yet? Yep. Yeah, um, but it gave them 470 extra points. So I've got a feeling they're going to they've got something in mind for that. And I think it'll be with Brisbane or it, to help them with the Dunkley stuff, and it might help them with the Horn Francis as well. Okay, so we've got deals loaded on top all, of deals loaded on top so of deals. Well, if they give them all their points this year, yeah, yep. if they give them all those points they just handed over, so 1,200 points yep. for this year, and get their future first next year. Yeah. Brisbane, um, which I think is going to be, you know, at least 13 and above, maybe 14 and above. Um, that might, that future first from Brisbane might help them with the Horn Francis. Tell you what, mm. there's some stuff that comes out, Matt. You're used to it. You've been doing it for years and years and years. You must yeah. sit back at times when you hear it's some confusing. of this. Yeah. Uh, what about this but, one but, that's but, just know, come that out? Might mean the pick, that might mean the pick eight. It might give them the pick eight and two future firsts. Well, here's something, here's something that's going around on Twitter now that someone sent through to Ooh. us um, saying, gents, just read this on Twitter. B. 
The Crows are trying to build some draft capital to outbid Port Adelaide for Jason Horn Francis. Some whispers of big Riley O'Brien being shopped around with Crows to pay a large portion of his salary in exchange for a top 20 pick. Question is, who would he be suitable for? Yeah, but hang on, let's go back to the key point here. Jason Horn Francis doesn't want to go to Adelaide. Adelaide's wasting their time. Exactly. Oh, yeah, no, I know, I'm just reading it out. And I, and I don't um, see Riley O'Brien delivering the assets that are going to give Adelaide even a chance nah. to get in the conversation. Nah. Yeah, that, that's a, no chance. That's no just chance. Really, exactly, Matt. Yes. Hey, oh. I just read them out. That's what I'm saying. You'd see some beauties over the years. Oh, well. Hi. Uh, what have they got? Do you know? Have you got it in front of you? Yeah, I've got I've it in front of Carlton have 10. Um, Carlton have 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Oh, geez, they give that one away. <laughs> they've got 10. They don't have a second rounder. No, they still have 10. Uh, yeah, they gave away ten. future okay. third for Acres, was it? Yep. Uh, they still should have all their picks this year. I don't think they've done anything else. Oh, they got 29. Sorry, I'm blind. Deaf and blind. Uh, yeah, they've yep. got t- 10 and 29. Um, well, I know a lot of clubs are trying to trade into next year, so they might be on the table for futures, if not players. I don't think I think they're happy with Acres and tipping out mm. unless something comes up unbelievably. But a lot of clubs are trying to get into the futures market next year. You really think that draft pool next year is as hot as people are talking? I got no idea. Okay, I got no idea. I'm just relying on what people tell oh, me. Okay, but um, uh, feel pretty keen. Um, on what's going to happen next year. Oh, okay. I tell you what, you got one of your family members texting again. G'day, lads. I really, <laughs> I really admire Rendell's knowledge. I just wish I could listen to him on your station every day, not just once a week. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, if we had been on every day for a I know. And, if, and I tell you, if we had you on regularly, we'd get you a better phone as well. We need to get you on the Telstra, I think. <laughs> you keep dropping in and out. No, I've been good. Are we no good today? <laughs> oh, just no, dropping no, in and out dropping little, in and out. Yeah, mate. dropping in and out a little bit oh, again today. Oh, yep. Okay, I can hear you basically. I'm, I'm sitting in the car. I haven't got into the UCN offices yet because I'm, uh, I don't have a smidgen late, so I'm sitting in the car doing this. Uh, obviously, I'm on at um, 5 o'clock with Sosson. I'll better get in there soon. Yeah, I know. We'll have to let you go. And this yeah, is a long-winded one. Breaking up now. Uh, yeah. I'm just reading them as they come through because you're very bloody popular, Matt. Hi, guys. I have a super trade scenario for you. Here we go. Yes, I'm aware this is a 1% chance. You're wasting our time for 1%. All right, so I'm still a chance. Uh, But if the Crows were any chance to swoop and convince Horn Francis to maybe look at the Crows, you could do a Crows trade. Scholl and Mackesee to Carlton for pick 28. And then Crows trade pick 23 and 28 and future first round of Geelong for pick 7. And Geelong future first so basically swapping first rounds next sure. year could be five and fifth for 15. So long as I'm not giving up pick seven no. for anything, if they think they can get Jai Clark, I'm telling you, he's yeah. a, he the clone of Selwood. They can see another 15-year star. Can someone then send that text message? How are they going to fit Jason Horn Francis and Rankin in the salary cap? Yeah, that that's, that's a big that's problem. You've got to add that in. And here's another one just to finish oh, on, Matty. i You reckon? Well, they okay. would. They could do that. Ooh. Gee, really? they need a lot the, of money, the Matt. The Crows. The Crows Rankin, can get Rankin, and Jason Horn, Horn Francis, Francis in the salary and game. Jordan Dawson. Hey, hey, if, they, if Geelong can get Bose in at 1.7, Crows can get these two in. Easy. Really? You just trade out some players. Oh. Who's, who's, 
<laughs> Craig you likes a ruthless. You likes a ruthless. ruthless. I'm, I'm glad you're not in radio management. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should be. <laughs> Who's wow. got a year to go, bro? Oh, Who's don't start this, for? Matt, please. Oh. There's some there's some lads there who are just trying to get their mortgages yeah. sorted out. Hey, Matty. I'm just still floating, mate. You're really good Tell you what, our little mate Rory Laird was the highest paid, you know, about two years ago. Now he's well down the pecking order. I'll leave you on a good one, Matty. This one says, geez, Roach, you get defensive when someone suggests that the Crows might swoop before Port Power on Jason Horn Francis. Ha, 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 ha. No, I just get tired of daydream trades. That's what we do. I understand that. Hey, Matty, we'll let you get to work. Really appreciate your time. All right, thanks, There he is. Then. All right. The big I'll, get, I'll get some of my port mates to text in some Rankin ones. You know, he's six foot nine. Well, it's all right. You've been doing that for years, that type of caper. <laughs> you used to do it at that double A mob. Look what no, you've done I to didn't. them. Yes, you did. You had people ringing through all the time. You know, and he helped me out. You know, Matty's six foot nine. Yes. And he drives a mini minor. It's ridiculous. That's okay. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 21 on a Wednesday afternoon. We're here thanks to our good friends at Hyundai, the Tucson Turbo Diesel. It is in stock now. Quick text. Oh, it's a tough crowd, Roots. Kimbo. How about Ruchi and a bag of chips for Randall in the radio trade market? Have to be a good bag of chips. Yeah, yeah exactly. They'd have to be barbecued flavoured or the spare rib ones. Um, <laughs> even as an outgoing CEO for the AFL, <laughs> you've still got to deal with crises. Crises, yes. Yeah, and Gil McLaughlin's just had a press conference uh, talking about the Hawks situation and Essendon's. The other thing I would just say is that we were asked to look at this. We've made the decision to put an independent panel in place. We have. The AFL has. We've mounted an independent panel today. And we've putting in terms of reference two parties for them to get the best consult, and then we'll put that out there. Then we will make the terms of reference transparent. I feel we are taking this incredibly seriously, and we are doing as we've been asked to do in, the most, in a very difficult circumstance. But we made the decision, Nick, to appoint an independent panel. And we made that decision today to put those names out there ahead of time with their credentials. And they are eminent people who have been doing, who've been um, um, in the law for a long period of time. Yes, it will be. So the terms of reference when they're signed off will be made public, as will the recommendations and the report from the independent panel. And under an ideal scenario, when would In the terms of reference, there is um, a set of, a timetable that's established that would uh, see a, the report finalised pre-Christmas. We're optimistic on that. Um, um, obviously, there's a lot of feedback on the terms of reference, and, and there is. You know, I think we, you would understand there needs to be some flexibility in that. We need to have um, uh, the right process, but uh, the timetable uh, is contemplated to have a report done by Christmas. It, it, it makes it for a, um, in terms of, um, we're working through their, their legal representative and um, we respect their right to, to remain confidential. It's obviously, um, Shaw has some challenges, but we can work through that. 
Listen to Kim. That was killing yeah. my one good ear. So um, the AFL has put together a four-person investigative panel. Now that includes Bernard Quinn, King's Counsel, barristers Tim Goodwin, Julie Buxton, and Jacqueline Turfey. Now while this panel has been put together, then one of the lawyers of the Hawthorne players' family has mm-hmm. now come out and said, "Well, how can this be independent when the AFL is paying for it?" And putting together the terms of reference, et cetera, et cetera. Now, this is just getting more and more messy. And if we're going to have to wait until Christmas to know whether Alistair Clarkson can go back to work at North Melbourne, it's... Well, he can, can't he? Yeah, but he goes with what a cloud over What if he just says, stuff, stuff everyone. Yep. I know I'm innocent. And until I'm proven guilty, I'm going to do my job that I'm employed to yeah, do. I agree with you on that, but he's always going to carry I've a cloud of doubt on I've stood down as a respect, yep. and Chris Fagan the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone can make any claim. I'm not saying that there's not some truth to these. But so, it's a pretty sad world we live in, Rich. I agree. You know, I, I agree. Just make a claim now about you. Well, until yeah, you defend it. You'll always will, day after day. Well, we, oh, look, there's a text. You're getting a bit of love here. Stop, stop, stop in capital letters. Picking on my favourite, the Roots. Just leave him alone. And then there's three laughing emojis. That's from Annie. Annie, I'm gutted. I thought I was now your favourite. So do you believe when the AFL appoints a panel that it can be independent? That's always the question. Oh, well, I thought that it was going to be... Well, we've got... The independent panel is Workplace Victoria. Oh, good luck there. It's their investigation. Good luck there. I mean, this just sounds like the camp all over again. Again. You know, and it was just two blokes that weren't happy. (laughs) Greatest beat up ever, Roach. I've stuck fat with that. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Roochie and Kimbo. Here's a text. I got top billing. Yeah, you did. If Port cannot pick up Radagalia, do you think Bryn Teekle could play centre-half back? He's very mobile and can take a big mark. Well, Perhaps. no name on this. As we once said when he was getting picked up in the mid-season draft, we looked at his highlights and, oh, Roach was up and about. He grew another leg. And I said, <laughs> Roach, you've got to remember, these are yeah, highlights. highlights. <laughs> Based on the highlights, whoever yes. sent this text, you'd say maybe. Yeah. I haven't seen enough yet, but he does move well. He's very athletic. But that's an enormous ask to get someone like that to be playing on the best centre-half forwards in Correct. the business. Yep. So it's a, it's a long bow and it'll be a work in progress. Um, but that's like we used to like pre-season games where we could see these things. Mm, now we're going to have less of them. All so right, we can get we, it fit in a magic round. Yeah, Benny's telling me I've got to go to another break here. Yeah, Gil McLaughlin, yes. he should be sacked. Stop holding press well, he, conferences he's not gonna on, be there for much longer. on a main road, though. What yeah, don't they got, understand about that? They've got the Mike Sheen media room. Why not use it? Exactly. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. The 4.38 on a Wednesday afternoon. Pretty good spring day. 
unless you're a hay fever sufferer. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. We are live from Studio Lumo SA right here at number one King William Street. Oh, it doesn't seem that long ago, Roots, that South Australia was so successful when it came to cricket in the Sheffield Shield. We go back to Les Favell. Um, Ian, Ian Chapel, Garfield Sobers, Greg Chapel, yeah, Hooksy, Tim May. But it's been lean pickings for the last 10 years. No Darren pre- Lehman. Yes, Darren Lehman. No pressure Busy on our Gillespie. next guest. No pressure at all on our next guest to turn it's things opportunity. around. He'll be representing the Redbacks for the very first time when they take on Victoria at Karen Rolt Noble tomorrow. We're pleased to welcome him to the state, Harry Conway. Harry, thanks for your time. No, thanks for having me, boys. Well... The Redbacks have been shot for 10 years. Can you oh, help language. out? Can you help out? <laughs> well, no. Yeah, it's, it's, been, um, been, yeah it's, been, it's been tough over the last few years. Obviously, uh, I've heard from a lot of the boys, but I, I think there's still enough quality in the, in the side. And certainly we've made some changes over the last few years to, to try and get, you know, some uh, extra cattle and personnel down here that we think can hopefully uh, shape up a really good season this year. Well, what brought you to the Redbacks? Uh, I had a year to run at New South Wales, and I just wanted to test myself. I think I'm, you know, I'm at the point now. Where I'm 30 years old. I'm obviously one of the older guys in in the squad down here, but um, you know, being in and out of the New South Wales side, I, you know, I thought there was potentially an opportunity to get a good run at um, some consistent four-day um, games down here. And uh, having worked with Dizzy and Trav and some of the uh, key guys down here during the strikers uh, summers over the last three years, I. I just wanted to. I just wanted to test myself out and uh, give myself as much game time as I, I possibly could. So, Harry, was it just South Australia in mind, or did you look at other options? Uh, to be fair, I, I didn't really look outside South Australia. There was some. There was a, a murmurs of Victoria and Queensland. Yeah. Um, I spoke to a few people at Queensland, but um, on my record up in Queensland is actually it's it's pretty good. But um, yeah, I, I just thought with the. With the people down here, um, having already established a lot of relationships um, over the past few years with uh, the strikers, it just felt right that I come down here and um, you know hopefully take the new ball consistently for South Australia. Mm. Now, Harry, we've watched you with the strikers. You're a bit of a dude. You're a bit of a character. Tell us a bit about your background. What do you do away from cricket? <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah none none of that, none of that uh, you know rehearsed or pre-recorded. I'm just a uh, I was just a bit fidgety and um, a bit nervous out on the field. I, I went to a, a nice school up on the north shore of uh, Sydney in New South Wales. Um, currently studying, so doing my MBA remotely at UNSW in Sydney. Um, and outside of that, mate, I just I live by myself in West Beach at the moment, and I'm oh, yeah, I'm really enjoying uh, digging my digging my teeth into training. Uh, you, you're looking to, uh, you'd like to be married one day? We can put it out there for you now. <laughs> yes, you're very quick to say you're living no. by yourself. <laughs> no, right. I'd like, mate, I'd like to one day. If you've got any uh, tips or tricks, boys, I'd, uh, I'm all ears. Uh, all right, we'll get anyone interested. They can ring through now. Well, I said you're a bit of a character. <laughs> now, you do a few impersonations. We heard you do David Lloyd, the former England cricketer and uh, coach. Oh, Bumble, can you give us a little bit of that? Uh, WA five for forty at the WACA ground. Lovely, uh, lovely spot of lunch here for Aaron Hardy and the last out from WA. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That is it, Harry. Uh, I love it. All right, oh. let's get into tomorrow's game. Yeah. Uh, they're always strong, Victoria. They got plenty of experience in Hanscom, Harris, Madison, Pekowski, Harper. They've got a little bit of depth there, and, and Scotty Boland as well. The late bloomer. 
Yeah, they've, they've, they've got a great side. Um, and they've got some young guys that have come on in the last few years. So, yeah, they're a really, really, uh, really well-balanced side. They obviously made the Shield final bit, uh, last year. So what a great test for us first up at home to um, see where we're at and, and how well we've gone in the preseason uh, up against one of the best sides in the competition, no doubt. So, Harry, when you come into a new program, are you sitting back and just watching them? Or have you been asked for your feedback as to how... Redbacks should go about their business from your experiences at New South Wales? Oh, to be honest, I, I've been asked a few times, but to be honest, mate, we, we've got an environment where, um, you know, we, we've got to be sharing as much information as we can. Yeah. You know, we all, you know the, the, the group's not won a uh, heap of games, and we know how hard these four-day wins are mm. at any time during the season. So, um, you know, with the experience that I've had in New South Wales, I think, um, yeah, just sharing that, any wisdom I've got um, or any gems for some younger guys, then um, that's all going to be positive because, um, yeah, as I say, we've got a really young group, but mm. we've got some exciting talents in the fast bowling stocks now with um, Wes Agar, Jordan Buckingham, uh, even David Grant's only played 14, 15 games. He'll yep. play tomorrow. So, um, oh, I assume he will. I'm not sure on the 11, but yeah, there's some good, mate, there's some good young quicks down here. And then if you, you know, you, you go closer to my age, it's the Brendan Doggett's and Nathan McAndrews who, you know, they're probably the two standout seniors last year in, in not only the competition, but for the Redbacks. So so who is a sponge among your Redbacks teammates who's just drawing as much information from you to get better by your experiences? Well, I think they're, I think they're all pretty good. I think, um, you know, we all, we all have different um, all have different traits and um, things that, you know, that we do well as bowlers. But, you know, I've worked alongside uh, Henry Thornton and Wes Agar for a long time, not only with striker stuff, but um, you know, just playing for and against teams that they've been a part of. So yep. I think those two guys are always really good. Um, had a good chat to them after the two one-day games uh, that we played off in Brisbane recently. But I think the, the more game time, um, the more you spend time out in the middle mm. and out on the field with guys like Grant, Bucky and uh, Scott, these young guys, then, um, you know, I think that's when the best, you know, information sharing happens, um, you know, at the end of day's play and um, when you're out in the, in the middle together. We haven't seen Jakey Lehman for a couple of months. Is he still cultivating that big moustache of his? Yeah, yeah. Is he still yeah he's one of my favourites, Jakey. Yeah, no, he is. He, um, no, he's still getting good growth. Um, he'll be, uh, he'll be out there tomorrow. He's, um, no, he's been whacking them in the preseason. Um, didn't, didn't get as many as he would have liked up in Brisbane in the one day games, but he's been a superb, um, you know, consistent performer in Shield for. Yeah, the last five or six years, so I'm excited to see how he goes. Last one, Harry. Uh, Travis Head is a captain. You've been alongside of a few captains in your career. How's he stack up? Yeah, he's awesome, mate. What, what I love about you know Travis and Alex, they're, they're really calm and collected um, regardless of how the game's going. So for a young group, um, they're relatively inexperienced. It's, it's pretty important that you've got leaders that behave that way out on the field. Um, you know, particularly in white ball cricket for the strikers and in, in one day stuff. But yeah, I, as my first, I'm excited for my first game tomorrow under his leadership. He's he's uh, someone that I've I've always admired um, watching play. But you know, I've, I've been in teams with him since 2012. We were in the same World Cup year, so mm. now I'm really pumped to to join him down here and um, can't wait to see how he leads us tomorrow. So I'm just presuming you're still with the strikers again this year. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Got one more year with the strikers, so Beautiful. hopefully we can go. Uh, yeah, go one better. I, I, Peter Siddle signed on, uh, hopefully, in the next uh, few months or so. So, yeah, I think we'll run it back with a similar squad and um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully we can get into the final this year. Should we do? Should we do the South Australian test? 
on Harry? Shall we see how much he's absorbed of South Australia yet? Who's got the better beaches, Sydney or Adelaide? Oh, mate, Sydney for sure. Oh, no, we've got to get rid of him straight away. You're done, You're done, <laughs> Harry. I'm, 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 actually, I'm, I'm actually with Harry. We might get rid of you, Roach. Yeah, bad question. Have you had the pie floater yet? Uh, pie, well, pie floater's a reasonable question. Have you had a pie floater? I have. The, they're, they're unbelievable. I yeah. can't have too many, otherwise I'll blow up. But, no, I, I enjoy them. Yeah, Which yeah. city is better to drive in? Oh, Adelaide, by country mile. Thank you. You can stay now. Yeah, you passed. Uh, just remember, every time you get a pie, make sure it's a Balfour's. They've been baking people happy since 1853. Hey, no pressure, Harry. I see you've taken one ten for in your first-class career. Uh, a second one would be good this uh, next few days. <laughs> No, no worries. I'll do my best. Thanks, boys. Oh, Good on you, Harry. Harry Conway there. hes I should have said they, they put him down as a medium fast. That can be offensive to a fast bowler. Indeed. Get rid of the medium. Uh, it gets I underway. Do, I dare say Mario will text in there about beaches. Yeah, well, it's a lovely beach down there. <laughs> but they look at it like a surf beach up there, Roach. Right. You're not qualified. You've never been to one in your life. <laughs> uh, the game gets underway at 10.30 tomorrow at Karen Rolton Oval. South Australia against Victoria. You don't even have bathers. <laughs> A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. we're live from Studio Lumo, thanks to Balfour's and our good friends at Hyundai. Just a reminder, David Noble coming up after 5 o'clock. Lads. Hello. Is a text. This is from Costa. You know how conservative Mark Bickley is. Yes. Doesn't he is. usually deal with rumour and innuendo. He said that if anyone thinks the Zach Butters to North deal is no chance, think again. Apparently, North are offering him mega contracts, not dealing with Port, but trying to get him to request a trade through his manager. Well, we know they've spoken. Yep. And we know Zach's happy. Yep. But. Not for everyone, but money speaks all languages. Good way to leverage the We know he's very happy here. Been doing the long-distance relationship, mm-hmm. but that yeah. won't change. No. We'll be a little closer if he's in Victoria. because Maybe he's further away. No, Polly's in England. Yeah, Adelaide's closer to England than Melbourne. All right, bad do move. Your, do your geography, right, Kim. I'm, yeah, I'm geographically challenged, Rich. <laughs> all right, I'm just talking on the fly. <laughs> Here we go. Afternoon, guys. With Essendon being relatively quiet in the trade market so far this year, anything to do to suggest Adrian Dodoro's moonlighting at North's? At North. Cheers, um, Alan at Albanon. Wow. Jeez, well, uh, what was that other text about being mischievous? Mm. Uh, this isn't mischievous. This is fact uh, in regards to Riley Bonner. You touched on it a few days ago. Now, have Port done a Hamish Hartlett to him or yeah, what they, they did to Hamish yeah, Hartlett? Exactly. So they'll see if he can find an opportunity somewhere else. If not, he can come back and say, I've got a contract and I'm staying, which then puts Port in a question of how many more list spots they have to open up. All right. Well, his manager, David Trotter, spoke about Riley Bonner. Yeah, interesting one, that one. So uh, Riley, I've had discussions with Port over the last couple of weeks. They're obviously trying to do a lot of things at the moment, um, you know, with Rioli and Horn Francis and uh, that they've got going on. So they've said, look, if there was an opportunity for Riley, they would look at it. Um, same thing. Not exactly pushing him out, but I think they need, you know, some maybe some list spots for what they're trying to do. Um, and look, with where Riley sits, he's played a lot of footy at halfback. Um, they've moved one of our other boys, Kane Farrell, I think, is going to play at halfback. Burgoyne's come in. Um, so if he moves up to a wing, they've got Dave Dersma, who's one of ours as well, yep. Bergman. They've got a bit of depth in those areas. So 
I think trying to get in the players they are, Rolly may be, um, you know, able to move on if there was something out there for him. So those discussions have only started happening with clubs the last couple of days. It's come pretty late. Uh, the North Melbourne one, yeah, there was – so it got reported categorically yesterday that he'd sat down with North Melbourne officials, hadn't spoken to North about him once. Okay. So uh, Brady actually rang me this morning um, and we were having a laugh about that, how it can be reported so categorically and we had not spoken in – I've spoken to Braids for a couple of weeks. <laughs> um, so, and then look, who knows? Not saying, I don't know if that changes down the track. Yeah, but at this point, North Melbourne's not put forward a, no, a haven't, request haven't, or anything like that. No, nah, haven't spoken to North about Riley once, and I spoke to Brady three hours ago and his name, other than the fact we were laughing that it had reported that if <laughs> I didn't know and Brady didn't know it had happened, then um, it's probably unlikely. So what were you talking about? Uh, just the general chat. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> never <Yeah>. general chat. <laughs> Well, the other yeah. chat might have been about Xavier Dersma. Possibly. Mm. Poor Yasmin just come over to live with her brother. No, but that's what happens in the trade period. Mm. Might do a two for one So there. if Riley Bonner was to look at where his options are best suited, where does he look? Well, he's going to have more short-term success with Port Adelaide. It depends what his priorities are. Um, he'll get a longer-term deal at North Melbourne and more money. Mm. So there you that's, are. That's how it works. Uh, Brady Boy sent through a text, uh, one of our favourites, Ghetto Kimbo and The Rooch. Michelangelo, this is for you. Obviously doesn't value my opinion. Michelangelo, once Jason Horn francis gets settled at Port Adelaide, how many games and years do you think he's going to play for? Well, it's like what every recruiting manager says. They're looking for a player, particularly if you're a first-round draftee, who's a 10-year, 200-game player. That's what mm. they want. That's the measure. The basic yeah. measure, isn't it? What you're giving up, you'll need to play at least 45. All right, here we go. Well, hopefully he learns a lot from Travis Boat. <laughs> um, well, he'll have to start taking ice baths then. Uh, hi, Kimbo Ooh. and Roach. <laughs> hi, Kimbo. We'll get some insight on that from David Noble. Yeah, we will. Joins us at yeah. five. Uh, hi, Kimbo and Roach. How the heck do <laughs> this question comes up every year? Mm. How the heck do Geelong fit Jack Bowes? Salary dump in their salary cap. Has Ken Wood been given a secret property along the surf coast? Cheers from Blake. Now, now, now. Ken's not there anymore. He's retired. Yeah, we get the gist of it, though. But that's a – isn't it time we were given some transparency on this sort of stuff where we – if we're not going to get the players' salaries – and one time it used to be in the AFL annual report, the salary cap spread on each club. Where's Mm. that disappeared to? Is that now commercially sensitive information or not? I trust the the, the AFL do their audits. So I'm not hell-bent on knowing what everyone's earning. That doesn't bother me as much. If someone was rorting the system, obviously Mm. you'd have concern, but I don't believe that that can happen. We know it's happened in years gone by, many, many years ago. But would you be comfortable if the AFL again released each club's salary cap exposure so we could actually see it? Whether they've used 97% of it well, yeah, or whatever all that it is. sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, we know what the cap is. Yep. So yeah, it doesn't, every it time doesn't really we, bother me. Well, we know with Bose that they'll yep. spread it over four or five years. Yep. So then he's going to be a $600,000 player. And which then we're makes seeing what Grundy's doing for Melbourne. Mm. Prepared to sacrifice. Here's a quick one before we go to David Noble on the 5 o'clock news. Hi, guys. I'm a Port supporter and I have some sympathy for North Melbourne missing out on Jason Horn francis mm. uh, But this latest farce with Bowes and Geelong has made a mockery of the supposed equalisation system in the AFL. Is this Gil the Dill's legacy? The trade system is broken. That's Scott from Hallett Cove. We were sort of half talking about that. Yeah, well, they changed it this year. They allow salary cap dumping to say... 
no longer do we just value the trade and see if it's an equal trade. If it's a salary cap dump, you can do it for cheap. And it helps our clubs. It's not going to happen that frequently, but clubs like the Gold Coast who have to pay overs for young players to keep them there. Yeah, but that you might. the problem. Yeah, but you might ask the question of Gold Coast and some of their list management decisions. Riley Knight, five-year contract. Riley Knight. Was it who? Who did they give a five-year contract to at Gold Coast? Sorry. No, the Rat. Oh, sorry, Rory Atkins. Sorry, Rory Atkins. Yeah. yeah, poor Riley Knight. Don't bring that up. He's just got comfortable at no. the Eagles. All right, we need to go to the five o'clock news. David Noble, if you have a question for Noble, send us a text zero four two seven one five four one double six. This is Kimba on the Ridge. Thanks to Balfour's and Hyundai. Is it yet to be told what they will be paid for playing in the Rugby League World Cup, despite preparing to leave for England in two and a half weeks? The Gillaroos were rocked by news on Monday that Newcastle superstar Millie Boyle has pulled out of the tournament, opting to prioritise her own new business. And the AFL has selected a panel to examine historical allegations of racism against the Hawthorne Football Club. Three minutes past five on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Kimba on the Reach with you live from Studio Lumo SA right here at number one King William Street in the city. All thanks to our good friends at Balfour's and Hyundai, tech driver Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel all-wheel drive. Today, mad if you don't. If you've just joined us, you've missed out on Matt Rendell and also Harry Conway that makes his debut for the Redbacks tomorrow. You can catch all up, catch up on all of that on our podcast. But right now, live, and I'm happy about that, is our good friend David Noble. Hello, Nobes. Hello, Kimbo. Good day, Roach. How are you guys David. going? Well, not bad. You're like Roach now. You've joined the media. It's all fun and no responsibility, <laughs> eh? <laughs> Come yeah, on, David. Ask him. Uh, ask him what his job is. What profession what's your he job, believes uh, he oh, is. I'm not part of the media. Never it's have been. Amazing. You know that, Nobes. Um, You're an entertainer. As a, <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Hey, Nobes, if we can get, we've spoke to you on numerous occasions, but not for some time. Um, how are you personally now after all the events that took place at, at North Melbourne? I'm pretty good, Kimbo. Um, all things being said, had a good break. Um, we went away. We had a time to sort of get away together. Um, Sarah, myself, and spent some time, you know, just reconnecting and then time with the family and yeah, a bit of time to reflect and, um, you know, look back on a, on a few things as to what went on and, you know, things mm. that went well and things that didn't. And, yeah, I've moved on and got myself back into some study and, yeah, moving forward. If you've moved on, you don't have to answer any of these, but what have you done every, anything different with the advantage of hindsight? Uh, look, I said the other day, is probably manage up a little bit better. Um, you know, in some respects, I think you just get entrenched in the day-to-day, you know, just continuing to sort of move forward and try to keep the club going forward. Um, yeah, it'd be one thing. Oh, God, I think there's, there's things on both sides that we could have done better as yep. a collective, but yeah, probably things for for me to sort of self-reflect upon. And um, yeah, that, that's probably what I'd say. Let's move to the now. You do sound refreshed. You're eminently, eminently qualified. Are you ready to take on the Essendon job? Oh, <laughs> I haven't had that one thrown at me. Really? Well, they're uh, mad if they don't talk to you. Would you be interested? Oh, God. I don't know, Kimbo. It's, um... You'd need his help. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, at, it's an interesting spot at the moment. It's, mm. it's been really good to um, sit back and, and have a good look around at what other industries 
are doing, um, you know, what, what other sports are doing. Um, so it, it's been, it's been really refreshing actually to just sit back and uh, I've talked to a lot of people, you know, I had a lot of conversations and coffees and lunches with a lot of, you know, contacts that you build up over the, the journey. And um, I'm probably not in a mad rush to sort of make a decision. I'd have, have to say. So if, if, if Essendon rang tomorrow, would you be prepared to sit down and have a chat with them? I'd probably have a coffee. I don't know that I'll have an interview. i I've probably got some questions I'd, I'd, you know, want to ask, but um, yeah, I'm sort of open to anyone that wants to pick up the phone and have a, have a chat. Well, you've got a good track record at the moment. The last person you brought into a job actually finished up with a job in Jeff Walsh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit ironic that Ruth, isn't isn't it? he did his report to the board and I got fired and I did my report and got him a job. Yeah. Now, I know you've been asked. Work, but... I know you've been asked a hundred times on Jason Horn Francis, but are you surprised by any of it? Uh, oh, look, not extremely surprised. I didn't get up and go, "Oh wow, you know that one sort of came out of left field." Um, we probably knew that there was some interest halfway through the year, but nothing that we were ever concerned about. I mean, it was. Mm. I think I've spoken to you guys both, mm. you know, on air and off air, that you you would always track the the SA boys that left home and reach out to the managers and talk to them and see how they're going. And so it wasn't a, not a total surprise. No, not for me. So David, let's deal with perception and reality. Who is Jason Horn Francis? He's a, one of the most competitive um, young guys that I've, I've ever dealt with. Rich. He's a, he's a very um, highly intelligent, you know, football guy. He sees things that, um, hard to teach you know when you're taking young guys through visions and concepts and bits and pieces they they'll get i don't know say three out of the five things jason will tend to get the five he'll mm. see the extra couple of pieces that you you know the the outer layer of a stoppage or the player that's leading in behind um a player that's coming straight at you as as far as a, a lead-up type of player i mean the things that you would expect a, a five or six year player in the team to do, or to sorry to see, he sees that straight away. So yeah, he's he's highly intelligent, and look, his emotions spilled out at times because he's he's super competitive, and he he wants not only him but he wants the team that he plays with. He wants them to be really good. A lot of texts coming through, Nobes. So this one's from Lewis. He says, "Can you? He's a port man. Can you ask David?" He said, "I know this is a simple question, but I'd like to hear it from the horse's mouth. Can you ask David where Jason Horn Francis sits in terms of young talent that he's seen during his years in the game, and what type of player you think he will become?" I think he's for me squarely sits in the top ten, Kimbo, of of what I've seen. Mm. It'll it'll need to play out a little bit more to see what he can deliver. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to oh, I'll go back to him a bit, but you know, I coached Lenny Hayes as a 16, 17, 18 year old. So um, Cam Rayner, I didn't necessarily coach Cam, but you know, saw what he did, Paddy Dangerfield. So I mean, what he he's got certainly got some capacity and he's got some capability. Um, but he needs he needs to deliver that on a consistent basis over the next you know two or three or four years. So David, is he misunderstood or is he still not mature for what the AFL is all about? Uh, a bit of both, I think, Roach. To be honest, you know, there's some there's I think he gets frustrated in the demands that are that are now required because 
as a young, talented player, you can't turn up and just play anymore. You yeah. need to play in a system. You need to understand what the team's trying to do. Um, so, yeah, there's elements of... Uh, Having said that, like you, you love the fact that he just wants to be the guy that goes and gets the ball. Mm. Um, not, not a lot dissimilar to sort of Paddy initially. I mean, Paddy was just see ball, get ball. Yeah. Um, so th- there's that sense, but you have to understand that you've got to play within a team. It can't just be all about um, just you know let me do the job and I'll you know I'll get it all done. It doesn't operate that way anymore. Let's uh, change direction a little bit. You're part of the AFL Trade Radio team. I hope you're enjoying that. Uh, Brisbane need to do a deal with Josh Dunkley. Tell us how that happens because you are connected to Brisbane. And a left field one was thrown up by one of your colleagues, Matt Rendell. If they had to give something, he would look at trading out Cam Rayner. You just mentioned his name then. Would you look at that? No way. Not Not under any circumstances would I let him go. I know. Um, He's just, yeah, he's as... Good as I've seen return out of a knee Rico in his first 12 months for a long time. I can't remember many that have come back in as good a condition. So, no, I, I definitely would not do that. Um, how do they get it done? Well, I think they're manoeuvring. They've started to, to manoeuvre around their picks. They've got to take into account Ashcroft and Fletcher. I think they'll get Fletcher reasonably easily, I think, at the bottom end. They might go into um, well, in the second round, maybe. I think, which is, you know, once you get to sort of that 40 pick, they're okay. Mm. Um, yeah, Dunkley would need to be a, a future first, I would think, the way that it's shaping and something. Um, but I, I think they, they will, they'll build up some points, Kimbo, um, mm. and they'll get themselves into a position where they'll need to deal for Dunkley over a period of time. And I would imagine that um, they've committed to getting it done. Um, yeah, a first and a second, I'm not sure it's two firsts, but that would just be my thoughts. David, let's bring the elephant out of the corner again on this topic about Jason Horn Francis and anyone like Jason Horn Francis who's an early draft pick and then seeks a quick exit from a club. Are we going to debate again three-year, four-year contracts for top 10 draftees? And does that really work when you see Isaac Rankin does four years at Gold Coast and he moves anyway? Is, is that the answer? I don't, but I don't think... Unless the unless the AFL wants to bring in some level that you you know you can't trade those guys, Rooch. I don't. I think you could extend the contract to three, but um, someone down here mentioned you know the anti tampering side yeah, of things. Yeah. Um, you know, when I was doing the list management at Adelaide, it was pretty clear you weren't supposed to talk to players in contract. Like that was. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah right. So you spoke that to their manager. Clear from yeah from from Kenny Wood. Uh, yeah. That doesn't seem to hold any weight now. So right. I, I don't think it's as simple anymore as just saying, well, first round or second round players need to extend their contract. I think there needs to be something else in there. So how to... do you protect a club then? Because you, let me put it this way. If you were still at North Melbourne, you would be mightily peeved off that you've just invested so much in Jason Orn Francis. And yep. he's out after a year. You need some protection, surely, as a club that's going to invest in a first round draftee. Well, I think you, I think you can say first two years, uh, first and second year player can't be traded. Like that, that's relatively easy. Mm. Um, I'm but does that sure help that, if you uh, then get a frustrated player like Jason Horn Francis? Well, but I think when they come in the door, they know they can't leave for okay. two years. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So hey. therefore, it's like, well, you're here and we've got to make it right for you and, and clubs have got a responsibility to make the environment good for them good so point. that they feel like yeah. it. 
um, I mean, we, we spoke to um, Jason's mum and dad about, you know, moving to Melbourne to support him. So that wasn't that we didn't have those conversations to try to, you know, stabilise the environment for him. But that Look, they were loose conversations. So, look, you know, would this be something that you guys would entertain? Um, but, yeah, maybe if they just said, well, you know what, first and second year players cannot be traded under any circumstances mm. and therefore they stay. Nobes, this is an awkward one for you because you were front and centre at the time talking about, talking about JF, JHF, Jason Horn France. We're getting sick of saying his yep. name. But uh, you were hell-bent on getting the number one pick, the first one the club had ever had. Adelaide offered three first-round draft picks. They've now picked up Rochelle Dawson and Rankin. Which way do you wish you'd gone now? No, I think you still, you, you'll always back yourself in of taking the best talent, Kimbo. Like a club hadn't had it. Uh, we finished down the bottom. Um, you know, we were pretty clear that he was the, the best, you know, mm. um, player in, in the country. His football, you know, had delivered really well in a senior competition for two years running. So I think we're all great in hindsight. But at that point in time, we didn't feel like it was at that point that we needed to split that pick. North in a spot now where they've got it again. I would absolutely split it this year, mm. no question. Um, the Adelaide Footy Club. We get a lot of text here. People are frustrated because they're not being active enough during the trade period. They've got their one player they want. Do you like the way they're going about it at the moment? Yeah, I do. I think they've grown really well this year. If you you know you've watched their advancement, you know through this period, I think Nixie's doing a terrific job in um, um, where he's going. One of the key things is you know, stability. There is an element of creating that stability as to what, you know, they need to grow and where they need to go. But they they still might be active coming to the to the back end of next week. Um, yeah, I know the guys intimately, you know, Justin and, and mm-hmm. Hamish are always on top of where things, you know, are trying to be evolved. So they might be still working behind the scenes to get something else in the door. What would they be trying to get? They hardly have enough points to get Michael Annie. Don't know. There might be um, there might be a couple of needs that they you know they might want to fill again. Um, you know, there's a lot of talk that probably midfield is an area mm. you know to sort of continue to work through. Oh, with there crouch. might be some. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, um, but yeah, well they need to restock that area, don't they? So yeah, they you know that's different. obviously going to. So be, they may yeah. trade him yeah. out late. So David, if well, I don't know what what's happening with Frampton. Is he going to stay or is he going to go? No, he's going to Collingwood. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, go. No, it's great to have a chat here. We could keep going. We've run out of time. We need to get to an ad break. Uh, I'm glad you're feeling so relaxed. We'll speak to David Barham Think if he's still in charge tomorrow. very carefully about Essendon, David. <laughs> no, very carefully. You turn around the heartbeat. They've got a great list. <laughs> Good yeah, on well, you. Lovely to chat to you guys. Good Thanks, on you, Nobes. And I still owe you that wine. I thought you were his friend. Oh, yeah, Rooch. I'd back him in. You no. would send him into the Viper's Nest. Too right, I would. They're not that bad. They just had a bad <laughs> few days. <laughs> A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. 5.22, we've only got two minutes remaining. Roots, big thank you to Hyundai, Balfour's and Lumo. Uh, good chat with Nobes. I just get the feeling that uh, he may be looking at a few more sports or different industries. Yes, he's going back to study, so he'll enhance his resume and I think you'll find him somewhere else next year, as much as you want him at Essendon. There's something wrong with people that want to study all the time. Wow.
Isaac Rankin will be a crow tomorrow, we're hearing. Mm. Well, you should be closed. They've had a long time to get their head around it. Here's a text, Rooch. Hi, Kim Barn Rooch. What date are you finishing up for the year on SEN and proceeding on your summer sojourns? I owe you a copy of Football in South Australia 1972 edition, Rooch, before you head off. That's from Mark in Perth. When do we go off? Uh, December the 1st. Okay. Get it tattooed on your arm. It's the 15th time you've asked me, Rooch. I think that's something I'm keen to do. Tattoos. A tattoo? No. Uh, we might get you one. Well, when no. you when you get your triple premierships, your three and five years. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, could be next year. That's hope. You'll be back in finals. Could Port ruffle a few too many feathers in their own nest getting Francis? Horn. Horn yes, Francis. Well, that was where Miles was going while you were away. Miles Fitzner? Yes, that there's been a bit of history between Jason Horn Francis and a few Port players on the footy field. Well, that happens. Of course Rouge. it does. Yeah, Imagine all the things the Torrens players used to say of you when you were playing for North and you still forgave them. Well, well, well it took a while to win Scruffy Hannah over, I tell Didn't you. Didn't like you? Didn't like you? Oh. Steve Jack, you were from Woodville. We used to be at each other yeah. and then we bumped into each other one night. And How are you going with Gary McIntosh? Now, Macker and I haven't really talked for <laughs> that many years. He wanted to kill me a few times. Uh, who we got coming up tomorrow, Roach? Uh, the Joker is half committed. Half committed. Look at Ben chortling in his little but, office there. But shaking, Serena Williams. He's shaking his head saying... Serena you, Williams you is no 95%. Is that right? Yes, 95% Serena Williams. 95% what? <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> anymore. I didn't think you'd ever use those numerals again, Roach. And we're going to get Gillen on, but he's going to be talking out in the middle of a road again. All right. Uh, Isaac Rankin joining us tomorrow. Oh, we hope. Uh, we'll, well put in a request anyway. But Matt Rendell will be with us, won't he? He will, Roach. Uh, well, we'll get him a well new phone. Today. I'm on the sick list tomorrow. I flagged it today. You're so soft, aren't you? All right. Bye-bye. Good night, everyone. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.